It is a month of love and I would like to say I love you. Even before I can say hello, even before I can say anything to you, I just want to say that I love you. I am serious about it. Um, yes, I see you. I recognize you. And I hope that you are doing really, really well. Welcome to the Great Areas with Magdina. Today we are back for yet another exciting episode. I believe all my episodes are exciting. If not exciting, at least they're impactful and informative. That would be the goal. Anyways, yeah, last month we were talking about finances. We we're talking about how to save on rainy days, navigating around the issue and the difficulties that comes with having to save during a difficult time in your financial calendar, if I may put it like that. So yeah, we had um, a very informative guest who was able to help us dissect that topic. On today's episode, which is episode 3 of season 2, we do not have a guest. I am the guest. Child, let me not even say we do not have a guest because I am the guest. <laughs> Anyways, yes, I am the guest. I will not introduce myself per se, because I believe you guys know me by now, and if you are new in this journey, I am your host, Magdalena. I normally have guests, and welcome. I would like to journey with you on the whole podcast journey and the likes. So yeah, join the family. You are more than welcome to share, comment, ask questions, engage, do every single thing you like. We have um, a social media page on Instagram, on Facebook, we also have a website. I will drop all the details on the description box. So moving forward, um, yes, 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 I am the guest. And if you know me, you will know how passionate I am about love. You will know how passionate I am about the whole concept of love being the, the, the beacon of what the society needs. In terms of going forward but before i even delve much into that as a form of introducing myself today's topic we will be talking about love and resentment this is a very sensitive topic because i believe it is not something we can grasp in one go and this episode might be just a brief introduction to many other conversations that can spark because of this conversation so we are talking about love and resentment. Yes, I've already given a brief introduction about myself. If you want to know more, you can catch me on my personal social media platforms. Yeah, otherwise what you see is what you get. That's today's guest. What you see is what you get. I will be sharing my knowledge based on research, based on experience, based on observations, and based on scripture, yes, I am a child of God. I love the Lord so, so much. And yeah, I am grounded in godly principles. So yeah, guys, let's keep the ball moving. I think it would be fair, though, to just quickly define what resentment is. According to a dictionary, it is a feeling of anger or displeasure about someone or something that seems unfair or in a situation where you are mistreated. However, the definition that I loved the most 
which I happened to stumble upon on the internet as well is resentment is the feeling of anger because sorry because you have been forced to accept something you do not like this definition will set a foundation and a base of what we'll be talking about today being finding yourself in a position where you are forced to accept something that you do not like it evokes and it creates feelings of anger and then for the sake of balance i will vaguely vaguely define love as a strong feeling of affection towards another person but if you want to know my standpoint in terms of what i believe love is the effects of love and everything you can refer to the article that i wrote last year which is found on our facebook page the gray areas yes i i expressed every single thing that i know about love you know but for the sake of today's conversation we will run with this definition as well since we're talking about feelings we might as well just use love also in a form of a feeling all right so now that we have already um now that we've already identified what love is what resentment is we can keep it moving so these are the characteristics of resentment it's fear avoidance anger recurring negative feelings of betrayal sarcastic remarks bitterness irritation and regret now this is not to say if you feel one of these characteristics you have resentment just because i'm feeling angry it doesn't mean i resent you just because i'm feeling um betrayed by you it doesn't mean i resent you however a combination of these characteristics two or more of these characteristics in one space one might conclude that child <clears throat> you need to check your heart there is resentment going on so my view on resentment is that resentment starts from love you know um there is um a famous say that says there is a thin line between love and hate i cannot confirm or deny that but i can confirm that there is a thin line between love and resentment mainly because resentment stems from love it is impossible to to resent something you never loved however when it comes to hate i can hate something because i have strong feelings about it i can hate something because i i don't like it like i have no attachment to it i just happened to hate it but when it comes to resentment it is the strong feelings that are evoked by love where you loved something but now you are forced to to accept something you do not like so you moving from a point of liking to dislike within an instant if i were to even say it in other words i would say love is misplaced love <laughs> love i mean resentment is misplaced love but i don't want to go into details with that to further explain the issue of resentment i want us to look at the story in the bible the story of amnon and tamar it is one of the famous stories and 
one of the story I liked as a young girl, particularly there's a, a line that says, Pana, um, we do not do this in the house of Israel. That's, that's, that's what I liked about the story. Um, it really just set a ground on what I can do or, or what I cannot do growing up in Christ as a young child. But that's not where the focus is, obviously. We are talking about resentment. And the story is found in the book of... Second Samuel chapter 13, the whole chapter, it goes on actually up until chapter 14. And I would like you guys to just go read that story when you have time. See and understand what happened. Because, because it's a long chapter, I won't read it. Or rather, I won't read everything. I will quickly summarize it and perhaps maybe read some of the important parts that are found in this chapter. So Amnon and Tamar are brothers and sisters, and they are, and there's also, um, let me go see, Absalom, Absalom. <laughs> I really struggle with Bible names, but it's all right. Um, there's also that person as well. So now what Amnon does, he sees and desires Tamar, and then he uses his position to say, call Tamar into um, my bedroom to serve me food. So in the story, we learn that Tamar was one of the ladies who was also in the palace. So he she would serve um, people in the palace, the, 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 the brothers, the prince, you know. I don't know how the whole palace situation works. <laughs> but anyways, um, he used that position to invite Tamar into his bedroom and then after that he forced himself on Tamar that is he raped Tamar and then he then hated Tamar after raping her leaving now Tamar ashamed and not knowing what to do in a nutshell that is what the story is about and then when it continues obviously um the brother Absalom gets angry and wants revenge and 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 also Tama feels really horrible and bad about herself and everything that has happened. But just to read a few verses in this chapter, chapter 13, I will read verse 1. In the course of time, Amnon, son of David, fell in love with Tama, the beautiful sister of Absalom, Absalom son of David. Amnon became so obsessed with his sister Tamar that he made himself ill. She was a virgin and it seemed impossible for him to do anything to her. Now Amnon, now Amnon had an advisor named Jonadab, son of Shimer, David's brother. Jonadab was a very shrewd man. He asked Amnon, what, why do you, the king's son, look so haggard morning after morning won't you tell me amnon said to him i'm in love with tamar my brother absalom's sister um go to bed pretend to be ill jonadab said when your father comes to see you say to him i would like my sister tamar to come with me and give me something to eat let me prepare the food in my sight so i watch her and then eat it from her hands the story continues, uh, we will jump to verse 
to um verse 11 when now Tamar's already in the bedroom after the whole plan has been carried out but when she took it out to him to eat verse 11 sorry he grabbed her and said come to bed with me my sister no my brother she said to him don't force me such a thing should not be done in israel don't do this wicked thing what about me where could i get rid of my disgrace and what about you you would be like one of those wicked fools in israel please speak to the king he will not keep you from he will not keep me from being married to you but he refused to listen to her and since he was stronger than she he raped her then amnon hated her with intense hatred in fact he hated her more than he loved her amnon said to her get up and get out no she said sending me away would be a greater wrong than what you have already done to me but he refused to listen to her the story is very very sad the story is very upsetting also because you wouldn't really understand why would amnon want to do such a thing you know um but a few pointers to learn from these different characters were involved here the first one being amnon Amnon was in love with Tamar. He was obsessed with Tamar. He wanted to be with Tamar. But now Amnon violated Tamar and then refused to do the right thing, which was to marry Tamar. That was an option. That was a very better option based on what he did. But he refused to take that option, which later led to Amnon hating with intense hatred towards Tamar. I really don't understand that part. I don't understand why would someone come into your life, violate you, take away from you and then hate you. But the effect of on Tamar was that she felt violated. Her virginity was taken away from her. She was disgraced. Her opinion was disregarded. She had an opinion to say, "Bra, You can't sleep with me. Furthermore, if you want to sleep with me, just marry me. But no, the guy wouldn't just wouldn't wouldn't bulge, you know, wouldn't buy into it. As a result of that, Tama felt disgraced and wronged more than she could have like more than she could be. And that led to resentment because not only did she feel overshadowed, she felt as she felt weak. Um, the Bible says that Amnon was stronger than her, therefore he raped her. So she felt weak. She felt helpless in the situation. She felt disgraced. She even bent his. I mean, she even bent her her attire, her outfit, because she felt like there was nothing left of her. And Tamar respected this person. Tamar saw this person as a brother. you know there were there were genuine expectations and what we can learn really in terms of how resentment forms is that one um it starts from a point of love you know um you see this person you love this person it could even be a thing actually you see this thing you love this thing it doesn't turn out that way okay, i don't want to focus much on things but you see this person it could even be 
the nice thing about this conversation is that I'm not focused on romantic love. I'm not focused on marriages, spouses, mjolo, and the likes. I am literally talking about any human being whom you love. It could be a father, you know, it could be your mother, it could be a friend that you love so dearly that, you know, and, and these examples that I've used normally possess certain genuine love that is not um, influenced by influation, <laughs> lust and everything like that. It's just a pure kind of love. But now, when trust is violated, when trust is, is violated, when genuine expectations are not met, resentment is bound to be there. And we see in the story of Tamar and Amnon that, yes, it started from a point of love, but that very love was no longer there. It turned into resentment because trust and genuine expectations were violated. It could be a case whereby you expected your father to show up for you and he just never did. You loved him because he is your father, but because your genuine expectations about him um, were constantly just being violated, it ended up being a resentful state. This love that you have, you did not know how to process it and it became resentment. Now you hate this person. You, you, you are so bitter towards this person. You don't know how you could ever forgive this person. The, the sight and the thought of this person could be um, lead to irritation. And I'm using an example of love because of the current issue we have right now in the society of absent fathers. But it could be your friend. It could be your mother. It could be your pastor. It could be your lecturer. It could be anyone really that you loved, that you regarded highly, that you thought they would be there or protect you or whatever genuine expectation you had of the role they were supposed to play in your life and they did not do it. Those feelings, they normally become resentful or rather resentment feelings. And once now you, once you open the door of resentment, it creates now a doorway to more other feelings that can really overwhelm you and you do not know how to explain or express how you really feel about someone. On a lighter note, before I even continue, I normally ask my guests a very personal question just to give a personal touch to the conversation. So I think it would be fair to also ask myself a personal question <laughs> and respond, respond to it truthfully. And one of those questions would be, have I ever experienced resentment? And my answer is yes. I have. <laughs> I really have. And I obviously won't get into much details as to what really happened. But it was a situation where a loved one did not show up for me the way I thought and desired them to. And now, because of that, it, it, it made me feel really disappointed for starters 
and furthermore because it's a constant or rather a continuous disappointment that happened it now resented to say i love you i really do love you but i have so much anger towards everything you have done to me and i don't know how to translate that into into anything i don't know i don't know what to say i i i do to you and for me it was actually very funny because i thought i liked the person you know and when i started evaluating my actions i'm like no man i'm really behaving like someone who hates this person my 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 behavior and attitude towards this person really shows signs of hate and it was a very confusing period of my life because my action says that you don't like this person you don't love this person but my heart and my mind knows that i love this person so it was that dilemma only for me and i i wouldn't have known i wouldn't have known that i've actually reached a point where i resent this person if it was not for the holy spirit to just call me into order and say this is where you are operating and also um i was attending therapy um as well so it made me realize a lot of feelings that a lot of different kinds of feelings a person can feel because sometimes we are really just exposed to few feelings like you can either feel happy or sad you can either feel angry or joyful you can either feel betrayed or loyalty you know stuff like that but when it comes to words like resentment and the likes it becomes really difficult to to dissect and say this is what i feel you know um so because of the constant anger the constant disappointment and trying to navigate or balance between the love i have for the for this person it ended up me really behaving or rather the results which is showing my bra you really hate this person until um it it took the holy spirit to show me that now that you know there's a word called resentment this is actually what you feel about this person yes you love them but you have not dealt with the effects or rather you have not dealt with the fact that you had to accept things you have you had to be forced to accept things that you do not like situations force us into accepting things that we do not like or things that we do not understand or things that are beyond our control and when i keep on saying this person i am not referring to a romantic relationship just to put it out there just to put it out there it is someone really really close to my heart and yeah so i have experienced resentment i have dealt with it i don't know to what extent though i don't know if it's a work in progress or what i cannot give clear judgment right now but i know that it is not the same as the time i did not know that i am resentful towards the person so yeah moving forward now to talking about the effects of resentment the effects really is that you always think about this person or this scenario all the time and you think about them in a negative way 
um, you become very upset towards the person. Or for other people, you can just become absent-minded. Like, you delete them. You know, I don't know how people do it where they delete other people in their heads and they act as if nothing ever happened. These people don't exist. Yes, you can either do that or you can constantly dwell much on this thing. And obviously that can lead to mental illness issues like your bipolars, your depression and the likes. The second effect would be that you will hold a grudge. And when you hold a grudge, you will lose relationships or other relationships die in the presence of a grudge a relationship dies and when a relationship dies you forfeit both the good and the bad side of it and i know at the time when you when you're holding a grudge you don't really care about the goodness of that person in fact you don't even recognize the goodness of that person but truth of the matter is that for example if you resent your mother um, and you decide by, okay, you will just keep it moving. You, she lives her life, you live your life type of thing. The good part that you are forfeiting is the fact that you will not have a present mother in your life. And perhaps the things she would have taught you, you will not receive those things. As well as any other relationship, really. In any relationship, there's the good and the bad. And then the third thing, or rather the last thing that I want to mention is that you create multiple negative feelings. Like you open your heart up to feel every other thing that is not right. When, when resentment is present, you can feel sometimes like you don't care. Sometimes you feel depressed. Sometimes you feel angry. Sometimes you feel like, ugh, it's okay. Sometimes you feel like you will be fine. You're good without these people. And sometimes you just feel like, I really wish things were differently. You feel a whole lot of things. And in that instant, your heart is very, very, very vulnerable. And when your heart is vulnerable, a lot can go wrong. The Bible says, guard your heart for out of the upper huh? Guide your heart for uh, life flows out of it. Yes, I think that's what it says. Um, so if your heart is very vulnerable to the things of this world, child, your life is dependent on what rests in your heart, you know. Um, so we really need to be cautious. And lastly, in conclusion, how do you overcome resentment? You overcome resentment by first acknowledging it. You need to know that this person disappointed me. I love this person with everything in me. Even if I cut off this person, I miss this person. Acknowledge that you resent them. Acknowledge first that you loved them. And then acknowledge what they did or, or how they never showed up for you. Um, acknowledge it for yourself first. Like, see Accept it. Accept that your father wasn't present. Accept that that boyfriend you thought was going to be the love of your life is not the one. Accept and acknowledge, recognize that um, the pastor that I thought was going to um, come to my mother's funeral, you know, the whole church didn't do anything. I'm disappointed. Like, accept the 
the the the the the, the disappointment you have accept that the one friend i trusted the most betrayed me like there's a whole lot of things that people do to us and we really need to first acknowledge that especially people that we love it becomes easy to be blinded by the fact that we love those people and would really rather get over and done with this and never think about it never ever talk about it and never do anything about it you know and then the second stage would be to talk about it you can either talk to a friend anyone you trust a therapist your elderly counsel or even the person you can confront the person depending on 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 the viability of that you know now the process of overcoming um resentment just to put it out there it is not a step by step easy process it can take a moment for some it can take years for some so this is just to give you comfort that it's not something easy it's not something that will that you say okay after these steps i'm sorted my heart is pure we're good to go it's it's a process and then after you talk about it you can also pray about it the book of james say that confess your sins to one another and pray and you will be healed so yes pray about it pray about these feelings the greatest healer we have is jesus christ so we need to pray about these situations we need to pray for our hearts i love the prayer david makes that create in me a clean heart we need to pray for our hearts you know um we cannot act as if just because we are good people in our sight or we are christians or whatever the case is we are always right or our heart doesn't experience feelings that would lead us into sin you know lack of forgiveness can lead you to sin and stuff like that so we need to pray about these things ask god to create in us a clean heart and then the last step the most difficult step is create a room for love to operate now you can do this by being kind and more understanding that is you extend more grace let me see which example i have not used i've used a father example mother example boyfriend example or girlfriend example let's take marriage <laughs> i've never been married so this is not a marriage advice or anything like that but it's just an example if you and your spouse find yourself in a place where you just resent each other because child this person who is here two years later after the wedding is not the person you thought they were or they are not operating the way you thought they would you have to create room for love to operate you have to be more kinder if it means that putting yourself in their shoes and understand their perspective then you have to do that extend grace start seeing people's situations and behaviors with so much grace and i'm not saying excuse what they did or what they are doing i am not saying it is right but i am saying that look at it with compassion a little bit of compassion can go a long way um so this is the most difficult part of the process i won't lie mainly because you loved this person for you to even reach resentment so you don't know if you when you create a room for love you're not opening a doorway again to resent this person 
it, it is love that brought you into this position to begin with. Because had you not loved them like that, like that, like that, you wouldn't even have had to be disappointed and furthermore resent the person or whatever the case is. So we need to, when we're creating room for love to operate, it's kindness, it's extending grace, it's forgiving. Guys, it's forgiving. We need to, 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 to forgive however that looks like for you or how you go about it. It is totally entirely up to you, but it's something that really needs to happen, you know. And I believe that the only cure for resentment, actually, it is love. It is not to cut anyone off because, I mean, like, you will stay there bitter all by yourself, angry, and even act as if these people are dead in your life. When in actual fact, they are alive. And should they rock up right now, your whole body will feel like you are dying. You will sweat and all these other feelings that comes when we harbor such feelings and stuff like that. So, yes, create a room for love. That is where resentment is. And one thing I like about creating room for love is that the more you love, you know, light and darkness do not stay in one place. If you extend love, if you create a room for love by being kind, forgiving, and all these things, anything that is not right for you, anything that is bringing darkness will surely be exposed and this is where now you will actually be able to live in peace. Like you leave this person or leave this situation in peace. It is not right to cut someone off because you are struggling to forgive them. I'm sorry, I have to say it and I will repeat. It is not right to cut someone off because you are struggling to forgive them. Because you have feelings of resentment towards them. It is not right. However, it is right when your heart posture is in the right place, when you have extended your love and you're looking at this situation and you like, truly speaking, that there's this famous phrase, <laughs> there's this famous phrase in friendship breakups um, that says, um, no, there was nothing wrong with her. There was nothing wrong with me. We just want different things in life. It's very funny and like, mm, okay. But truly speaking, in the presence of love, we get to realize those things. That there's really, this person is an amazing person, but this person maybe um, is taking me away from my purpose. Or when we are together, we are very destructive to a point whereby none of us are living their God-given purposeful lives, you know. So in the presence of love, it, it brings light. And in the presence of light, um, darkness flee, darkness goes away. You know, my English is about to deplete. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an indication that this, this podcast needs to come to an end. But in the presence of love, darkness will flee. You will start seeing things. And even if you let go of people or situations, your heart will be in the right place. And that is the, the important thing here. Your heart being in the right place, your heart being pure, at all times so guys that's about it love can produce resentment but to move away from resentment you need to go back to a point of love it might also mean that maybe you redefine the relationship 
based on a person's capabilities. If you see that, okay, you know what? My dad left my mom when I was not even born. And now that I've tried to reach out to my dad, I realize that my dad doesn't have capacity. My dad genuinely um, doesn't love doesn't love me like that or he barely he, he can barely take care of children maybe based on his lifestyle he, he's from one place to the other to the other to the other then because you've already put yourself in, in in your father's shoes as an example you are able to really understand what is going on here and you are able to let your father go and let your father be your heart posture is now in the right place and you have really let go of this person. Virgins, 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 revenge for, for a lighter word. It's not something we should ever worry ourselves about. You know, um, the, the Bible says that the virgins is of God. You know, God will take care of these situations. God is a just God. Just because you are positioning yourself to have a pure heart and you are forgiving and you're extending love and you are extending grace and all these beautiful things that you are doing, you are not excusing those people, but you are just making sure that you are not contaminated into the situation. And when God, God will take care of that, you know, and it might not even be in a manner of something bad happening to those people. But bringing those people into realization that they really did you dirty and, you know, God restoring and making up for that time. The vengeance belongs to God. He will see how to deal with your situation. By being bitter and resentful and lack of forgiving and all these other feelings does not, does not offer, um, does not offer vengeance, does not offer revenge. It does not set our hearts free. Sometimes it looks like it's better that way and our hearts will be free. But truth of the matter, it does not. So, lovies, let me end this podcast now. I feel like I've been at it. And I really hope that you have learned something, a thing or two. Thank you very much. Bye.